Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist here in Georgia, and it is time for the tea. Tea Time with Dr. Tarver was developed as an opportunity to promote wellness. It is not intended to be a substitute for mental health counseling, but more a place for resources for you to be able to be the best version of yourself. So our topic for today is my tree isn't bearing fruit things that interfere with your success. So I was standing under a tree and I noticed that it had acorns and it dawned on me, now what stops trees from bearing fruit? What interferes with them actually being able to grow? And trees represent life, uh, roots, the things, the foundations that allow us to sprout and grow the seeds we plant that, that take life. So trees are just, I think, a fundamental aspect to me of wellness and living because of what they represent. So I did a little Google search um, and I found a journal, Marin Independent Journal, and it offered several reasons why trees may not bear fruit. Now stay with me on this because I know you're going to be thinking, now Dr. Tubble, where is this going? But it's always going somewhere. All right, so reason number one, improper tree vigor. And I know you are thinking, what does that mean? Well, apparently if a tree is over vigorous and it expends all its energy in growing, then it is not able to produce flower buds. Now that can occur because it is either over fertilized or over pruned. Nonetheless, improper tree vigor. We're going to get back to that. Frost damage. No, you all know what frost damage is. It's just too cold, right? Temperature falls below 29 degrees. That's why they tell you to bring your plants in. I can't allow my tree to be able to be outside in this cold weather without wrapping it up. Otherwise, the fruit is not going to be able to produce, all right? Lack of pollination or poor pollination. Uh, so we're not being able to get fertilized, if you will. Uh, the effect from last year's crop. So apparently how a tree grows the previous years, the flowers that it produces affects how it grows in the upcoming years. Tree age. Now I know you all are thinking, now here you go talking about us getting older, but actually what happens is if a tree is not mature enough, then it will not produce any fruit. Competition for nutrients, not getting enough of that good food, inadequate sun exposure, and reason eight, pests and disease. So uh, as the pastors say, now, now that will preach. So let's get into it, improper vigor. So vigor actually is just another word for energy and strength and health and effort and enthusiasm. And there are a lot of things that can affect our ability to be vigorous. So of course, one of those is our health. So if I'm not healthy enough, that's physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, if I am not healthy enough, I'm not going to be able to be successful. I'm not going to be able to reach those goals that I've set for myself. I won't have the energy to do so. You want to know how you feel if you don't have enough energy. Say you got sick recently. It zaps all of your strength. And even though there may be things you want to do, you find that fatigue prevents you from being able to do that. Well, also, if I don't have vigor in terms of a plan, if I don't have something that is guiding me, then I'm going to be less motivated to accomplish something. So if I'm able to visualize, where I want to go, that actually allows me to be more vigorous. It allows me to stay focused and have more energy and enthusiasm to be able to be successful. If I don't have a vision, right, without a vision, the people will perish. I'm not going to be able to produce that fruit. 
because I don't know what I'm trying to do. So I may put too much effort into something or not enough effort into something. And so it ends up not succeeding. So it's important that I apply the right amount of vigor, the right amount of enthusiasm, energy, the right health, being in balance, making sure that this is a, a time where I'm healthy enough to be able to handle whatever it is that I'm attempting. Right? Okay, frost damage. So we know, and, and I'm going to use frost in a variety of ways here, but we know that you can be around people that are just cold. Okay, people that don't really care much about you. They don't want to see you be successful. They do not want to see you grow. We know that people have taken resources. We know that people will tell you that they can perform a specific task and they not follow through with it. We know that there have been people that have embezzled money. We know there have been partners that have broken up and gone on to pursue other things and didn't even let the partner know that they were leaving, invested in something else, didn't even tell you, right? So we know that there are some cold and callous people out there. So what ends up happening sometimes in our lives is we have those negative experiences when we put ourselves out there. So maybe I'm trying to start this business and I get with some people who are supposed to be investors and they fall through. I find out I have essentially lost $30,000 thinking that I was going to be investing in real estate only to find out that this was fraudulent, right? That's a hard hit. Or maybe you have put in your information to get a loan. And so you get this information in only to find out that this was also fraudulent and these people actually took your money instead of giving you money, right? That's a hurtful experience. It's real cold. And so sometimes what we end up doing then is that stops us from wanting to move forward. We don't want to take any more chances. Perhaps you were told no. You've tried several times to get a, a promotion. You have tried several times to launch a business. You have tried several times to get people to work with you on something. And essentially it didn't happen. You weren't able to get that money you wanted to borrow. You weren't able to uh, get the type of house that you wanted to be able to create your next adventure, whatever it may be. And so then what we end up taking from that is this wasn't meant to happen for me. And that's simply not true. It may just mean that I need to rethink my plan, um, get with some different people, try some different strategies. Just because it gets cold does not mean that you're in the wrong place. Now, if we can learn anything from Bernie Sanders at this inauguration is, hey, I need to wrap up and dig in, put on my coat, put on my gloves. I have work to do, so I am going to sit here in this safe space <laughs> away from other people, but I'm going to be present learning, soaking it all up, right? So just because it gets cold doesn't mean you're not on the right path. Um, so look up those motivational speakers, get those books. Talk to other people, try a different lender, uh, get that credit score up, right? So there are just that just means I need to look at my strategy. It doesn't mean I need to stop. Lack of or poor pollination, right? So we know that in order for flowers to grow, they have to be pollinated and there has to be a process by which that occurs. And so what ends up happening with us is we don't pollinate. We are not consistent. So we don't actually allow ourselves to be able to see any fruit because we haven't put in any labor. We fear failure or perhaps we fear success. And so when things don't turn out in the way we want it to, we quit. There are some people that feel like if it's not easy, I was not meant to do it. And I would tell you that that is definitely not true. If it is not easy, that might actually be an indication that you're right on, on the right path because sometimes we stay in stuff that's comfortable and we're not growing. Right? So we're literally dying. We're shrinking away instead of actually being productive. 
And when you pollinate, when you invest in yourself, you may not necessarily see a return on that investment right away. And this is a lot of times why businesses end up failing. They don't produce within that first six months. And then they say, you know what? I can't handle it and I quit. But what we have to recognize is I'm going to have to have enough savings to be able to keep this business afloat for my first year, because the first year is that hardest year of business. So I may not be able to get my customer up to that level in that first year. So I need to have savings available. And if I do my research, I'll know the reasons why businesses don't survive in that first year. And then I can be prepared to make sure when I borrow money, I borrow enough to cover that first year, for example. Or maybe you're launching that podcast, or maybe you've got that online clothing store or, or fitness store that you started, and you don't have a lot of subscribers yet. You don't have a lot of patrons, right? So I need to get myself out there, advertise more. I need to include that in my budget to make sure that I'm able to bring people in, but that takes time. And so I have to be consistent. I have to have that follow through, keep putting out material, keep applying to those jobs, keep increasing my visibility, keep networking in order for me to pollinate. All right, the effects from last year's crop. Now, let's say you were successful in that first year with whatever endeavor it was that you attempted. But what you do is you don't invest anything back into this, this business or this venture that you started. You're just like, hey, let's celebrate. Party like rock stores. I'm spending up all my money that I made, but then I don't have as great a turnaround for this second year. And so now I'm struggling because I didn't reinvest. Just because you're successful in that first year doesn't mean you're going to continue to have years like that. That first year, people were like, hey, this is new. This is exciting. But then it kind of wears off if you don't create an additional customer base, if you don't continue to bring new people in, if you don't continue to add to your product, if you don't continue to have your visibility out there. Right. So I always need to remember that no matter how well I do, I'm constantly reevaluating and reinvesting to make sure that I'm continuing to draw in new people. Or let's say you didn't do well in that first year. And so you're thinking, eh, well, let's just see how it goes the next year, <laughs> right? No, that's not the right approach. Let me learn from my mistakes. Let me take some advice from people who are successful because oftentimes we listen to people who are unsuccessful and that's who we use to develop our strategies. We want to talk to people who are familiar with this area in which I'm trying to go. And let's say I'm, I've applied for 20 jobs and I haven't gotten any of them. So let me ask for some feedback about, hey, why am I continuing to get interviews, but I'm not getting these jobs? I'm not being able to really move forward, right? So last year I applied for all these jobs and that, that was, uh, um, didn't go well for me either. So I need to learn from those things. That's an opportunity. Maybe I need to invest more money into something. Maybe I need to update my resume. Maybe I need to change my wardrobe. Maybe I need to get a coach to help practice my interview skills. So there are a lot of things that I could potentially try, whether I do well or don't do well in terms of reinvesting. So don't let last year's crop determine your future. You need to make sure that you are still continuing to evaluate and make changes as necessary, right? Expand. Um, Celebrate those accomplishments, but also learn from those missteps and keep, again, reinvesting. Tree age. And so, again, I told you all that this is not about that you're getting too old to produce fruit. This is about sometimes we are not mature enough to handle the fruit that we're trying to, in fact, produce. 
So maybe I don't have enough financial management training in order to be able to handle starting a business. So I don't know enough about tax structure. I, I'm reluctant to sit down and meet with some accountants. I don't understand how to incorporate. Maybe I don't know that um, there are some things that I need to do in terms of registering my business. So I haven't done my research. I'm not mature enough. I'm not ready for these things yet. So I need to make sure that I have these things in place. And there are a variety of well-written books that talk about creating a business and some things that you need to think about. I need to have an attorney. I need to make sure um, that I am protected in case somebody attempts to try to sue my business or tries to say that um, they create this idea first and take my business from me, right? So I need to make sure that I have all of those things in place. The other thing that is uh, important is, do I have good time management? Do I have good leadership skills? You know, maybe I'm the idea person, but I need some people to actually work on the product for me or run the, the actual day-to-day -day, um, business for me. And then I'm the person in the back that's the investor. So I need to know what my strengths are. We're not going to be good at everything, nor do we need to take on everything. I don't need to be cleaning the building, painting the building, um, working the register, and uh, going to, to uh, drop off food too, right? So I have to be mindful that I may need to delegate. And in areas where I don't have skills, then I need to make sure that I have some strong people in those positions, right? And that's a maturity thing because oftentimes we end up wanting to control everything. And then in our attempt to control everything, we end up not being able to make the kind of progress that we need to make because we're stunted in our growth because I'm a limited person, right? We're stronger together. And so sometimes I need to actually have people working with me in order for me to reach the fullest potential, bear the most fruit. The other thing to think about is on the other side of that. So I sit on things too long. Sometimes we're so fearful. We keep saying, oh, well, if I just work a little longer and I'm going to save up this money or, oh, uh, well, let me just wait until this new year. And then we never actually make any steps toward pursuing this vision. We don't have a real plan in place. And so we've waited too long. We've overmatured, if you will, and now an opportunity may have passed us by. So it's important that we set those deadlines. We have that time frame by which we are trying to operate because we think that, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I won't work as hard when I make this money, but then I'm not doing anything to make the money. So I, you know, again, I don't need to be talking about it. I need to be about it. So what are my steps that I'm taking in order for me to be able to achieve this particular goal? Competition for nutrients. Now, I know that you all pay a lot of attention <laughs> when you are outside um, looking at city blocks, how many gas stations, how many churches, how many banks, right? You will see that you are not going to have four fast food restaurants that sell the same product in 300 um, feet of each other, right? That doesn't make sense because none of them are going to be able to get as much business with that much competition. So sometimes we need to change our environment and we're trying to establish things or get promotions or um, create a business venture in places that we're not going to be able to be successful. There's not enough support around us. There's not enough interest. Um, there's not enough positivity, right? That culture that we're trying to create may not be able to, to grow in a particular environment. So you need to be mindful of the available resources. Am I in a place where there's high traffic, right? If my business is um, relying on people coming through, 
then I don't need to be somewhere where people have to get off the interstate and drive 16 blocks and then they're passing all kinds of stuff and they feel like they're in an abandoned alley, uh, right? So I need to be mindful of that kind of stuff. Is it the right location for me? Is it the right target audience for me? Am I listening to people and trying to force myself to fit into their model and not tailoring it to my approach, right? So I'm not even giving myself enough food to be able to establish myself, if you will. Um, I wanna look at what my needs are, what the needs of my customer base potentially are going to be, what my needs are in terms of if I wanna move up, get a promotion, work in a particular place. What is it that I need to be successful? So I know if I don't do well in a competitive environment where people are very cutthroat, then why am I applying for places that that is their environment. I'm not going to do well there. I'm going to starve. Um, I want to be around people who are positive and encouraging and inspirational. And But I also want people to challenge me. I don't want to just have uh, yes people around me that are going to just tell me what I want to hear because I'm not going to grow that way either. But I also want to hear and read information for myself. A lot of times we just listen to what other people say and we never go and do our own individual research. So I'm over here on people's uh, web pages and blogs and social media accounts, anybody that's got an interest in my area. And I'm listening to all of these people, the blind leading the more blind. So now I'm getting information that not only is uh, unhelpful, but now it could be destructive to me. So I definitely am not going to be able to feed myself, right? So I want to make sure that what I'm hearing is actually going to feed me, truly feed me and allow me to be able to grow. What I'm reading is feeding me. Who I'm around is feeding me. The environment that I am in is nurturing to me. It's allowing my spirit to be healthy and well. Inadequate sun exposure. Now, I know that you all know the importance of vitamin D and getting out and getting some sunlight just in terms of how it can revitalize us. But then on the other end of that spectrum, if I get too much sun, then it can be damaging to my skin. So one of the ways that we learn is we put ourselves in places to be exposed to people and things that can allow us to grow. So we wanna make sure we have adequate exposure to our mentors, to supervisors, um, to prayer warriors, to developers, to investors, people who will be able to teach us and allow us to be able to expand our knowledge base. We don't wanna be around people, everybody's trying to start a business, nobody's starting one. Right? So we want to be around some people that actually, if I want to create this business, then I'm around people that have done it. If I want to learn how to invest in the real estate, I'm around people that actually have successfully done it. If I want to flip houses, right? So we need to be with people who are, I always say that you don't want to be the top of the food chain in your support group, right? You want to have people in your support group. If you're a millionaire, you want to have somebody in there that's a billionaire. If you're a thousandaire, you want to have somebody in there that's a hundred thousandaire, right? If you are an entry-level um, employee, you want to be around somebody that's in management. So you want to make sure that at least somebody in your group is at the next level. You don't want to have everybody either at the same level or you're at the top and everybody's looking at you, asking you questions because that will drain you and kill you. And again, you won't be getting enough fertilizer, won't be getting enough nutrients. You're not going to be bearing fruit, Right. So you want to make sure that you're putting in that work, that time, those hours to be able to get exposed to the information that you need and make sure that you have a good understanding and good foundation and comprehension. A lot of times we get embarrassed when we don't know stuff. So we pretend like we know things. It is absolutely OK for you to say, you know, what? I don't know that information. 
let me go and do some homework and get back to you on that, right? So you don't have to pretend to be anything you're not. Get the foundation or bring somebody with you that has the foundation, but take the time to kind of learn for yourself. I think sometimes it's important that we also have some knowledge. This is how we don't get taken advantage of, right? So if I'm dependent on you totally for my finances and I never check those books and those accounts and then I don't realize money is being embezzled until 10 years later, then that's on me. All right, <laughs> pests and diseases. So I, you all probably could take that in a thousand different directions. But what I will say to you is that disease is one of the things that stops us from being able to move forward because literally we kill ourselves. We kill ourselves by what we put in our bodies, by what we're listening to, by who we're around. And it makes us at dis-ease, if you will, right? So I'm not healthy. I'm uncomfortable. I don't feel settled in my spirit because I have all this negativity. What you put in your body affects what you get out of your body. And so I can make myself sick. I can work myself today. I can be around, uh, work myself to death. I can be around toxic people. I can um, be in environments that are unhealthy, negativity. I dread it every day, right? And this is making me sick. So again, going back to enough vigor, if I am ill, how am I going to be able to produce any fruit? I'm not going to. In fact, I'm probably going to end up with that tree having to be cut down um, because now the things that are produced are rotten, right? Um, you can be around people who are draining. They can be draining financially, emotionally, physically. And so they're like a debt that you're carrying around with you. And I say frequently, we hoard people. We just hold on to folks. We won't let them go. We've outgrown these folks. They're not doing anything that's adding to our lives in any way, but we just have them around. Kind of like that old busted up TV that you used to have in people's homes and they put a new TV on top of the old busted TV instead of just getting rid of the old TV. That's what we're doing with people in our lives. This person is busted, broken, um, and, and making a loud noise and probably a danger in the house because they could catch on fire. Um, and we still have them there. And we wonder why every time we interact with them, we feel like something is wrong with us. We feel just drained. We feel disgusted. Like I need to let some folks go in my life. If I want to be able to produce fruit, the reality is I've got to prune. I've got to take some of this stuff out that's dead and so I can be able to live, so I can be able to have my life. Um, people are not in a good space and they'll want to keep you from being in a good space. So you got to get some pest control in there, right? And that pest control is I need to set boundaries. So I need to make sure that the people who are in my life, I choose them. They're not just folks that, sh I, that showed up and I let them stay. You know those people that come in with you at the club? Uh, and, and you don't know who they are, but they happen to just tag along to your party. You're like, what? do you know them? No, I thought you knew them, right? So don't just allow people to be there because they've come along. They've attached themselves to you. Be choosy about who you want to have in your life. You get to have the option of deciding who gets that time with you, who gets to be in your space. Get your wellness check. You know, I cannot end this thing without putting a plug in for some good old fashioned therapy. Sometimes we need a therapist to help us be able to see when we need to end things, be able to separate ourselves from people. This might be family members, might be somebody you married to. This might be somebody that you're involved um, in a friendship with or a coworker relationship, right? So sometimes we need a little help being able to see that and to be able to just learn some assertiveness skills because it can be hard to end relationships, especially if they have been around for a long time. All right, so invest in you.
plant your seeds in good foundation, right? So again, we want to have good roots coming up through that soil, making sure we're getting adequate nutrients and sustenance to be able to grow, right? Be encouraged.